Oh man, I was too. I was really cold when I came down here, and now I'm way too warm because I've got this thing on. Yeah, and I've got it a looks blanket. like you got, okay. I feel and a blanket. I'm so cozy. I wore this on one of our team meetings the other day, um, and <laughs> <laughs> my friend Haley. I'm trying to find her quote because it was really funny to me. It was 9:17 during our morning huddle. She goes, "Are you wrapped up in a comforter and a sweater? I love that for you." <laughs> Which I was like, "That's my truth. This is this is my life right now. I am in both of these things, and, and I'm loving it." <laughs> Less and less ashamed every single day. Uh, yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but anyway, I feel very comfortable right now. I just feel I, I used I, I've looked into I've not used looked into weighted blankets because I've heard that they make you feel like hugged. And that yeah. sounds really nice to just like fall asleep, completely hugged and then not worry nice. about overheating and making somebody else sweaty. <laughs> like it's just you and the blanket. Uh, it feels like. As a lazy morning person, it feels dangerous because it feels oh, like it would yeah. just be harder to get up. <laughs> oh, yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I have been uh, traveling again for you work. You literally have to fight the weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got, you've got an actual, the weight. Yeah, wait. <laughs> I've, I've um, been traveling for work lately and, and sleeping, you know, in hotels and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's, I have been like that for the every time now where it's like, I need to be out the door by like 8.15. And I cannot get myself out of bed before like 8.05. And then I rush for 10 minutes and panic and have, you know, and get anxious. Mm-hmm. But like my alarms start going off at 7.15 and I'm just like, nah, why? Why? What's the point? Nah. What am I going to do? Pace around the room for half an hour? Now nah, I'm going to yeah. lay here. And then 45 minutes goes by and you're like, I have, I have less time than I need to physically do all of the things. I do that all the time. And the thought I have every day. Mm-hmm is why do I have to set the alarm so early? Why can't I just set it a little bit later right. and actually get up? Right, right. It's a mental <laughs> like, block, though. It's such it a mental block. And actually get out of bed. But no, <laughs> just snooze for an hour. <laughs> so have you tried just doing it? Just no. do it. Do it today. Do it right now. Grab your phone and change your alarms to get up that you need to get. This is when you need to get up up tomorrow because I'm swimming, but that's a different thing. So it's not very helpful. (laughs) But it's interesting, though, if you start to get into the psychology of it and keep in mind, neither of us are psychologists, that Mm -hmm. that is something you don't have a problem getting up for. You're probably groggy about it. No, you also have an issue with that. Right. But do you but you do it like you will still get up sometimes. Fair enough. Yeah. That's there's fair. been times that I've gotten yeah. up. There's been other times where I'm like, no, nope, I'm just going to yeah. reset to the two yeah. hours later and sleep. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's boy. not what we're here to talk about. Let's go no. do Coldplay stuff. And then you say the catchphrase. Hello and welcome. <laughs> to Coldplay or us. <laughs> You can't just say hello and welcome. There's no the catchphrase is hello and hello welcome. welcome. That you were gonna complete the intro. No, I was I was handing it off to you completely okay. this time. Hello and welcome to Coldplay R Us. <laughs> we're here to talk about Coldplay exclusively. Coldplay, like always. Yep, uh, nothing today else. We've got everyday life. The yes, we do. Last latest album for you know for now a couple couple weeks. Yeah, the latest album um, for for yeah, yeah. <laughs> for less than thirty days. <laughs> for nigh on a month. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm JD. And I'm Nick. Uh, and I was telling Jeanette this morning, actually, I had the, um, you, did, did you, I'm sure you did the album trailer that came out a few months ago when they announced the album. And it was like the video through the planets and you hear like little yeah. snippets of each song. I had Very the cool. album trailer in my head. Like I had each snippet flowing into the next snippet. <laughs> uh, and it was just like, that's a problem. <laughs> like, 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 okay. <laughs> 
It's not even this is a the point where I recognize this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> and I told her that and she goes, yeah, but she goes, I mean, I've had it before where I have a part of a song stuck in my head, like 10 seconds or so. I'm like, yeah, but that is different because everybody has that very. F- and I'm not trying to be like, that's common I'm like enough a super that they fan. have a term for it. What is it? An earworm. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's fair. <laughs> this is just I like. I both clips of um mm-hmm. of my universe that have come out so far, like the one from the album trailer and the one of them and BTS practicing it. Those two things have been stuck in my head like crazy. And I know probably total of 20 seconds of a three and a half minute song. Yeah. But I know those 20 seconds well, probably as well as everybody else does here, too. Um, but yeah, Everyday Life, the most recent as of this moment, released a full length album from the men in cold double full length album double full length they said you know what that that's good let's do it again and put it on the same cd yeah and then they did that and what came out of that of course was was everyday life this is one that we have talked so very little about going into it because you had not listened to it very much at all like if 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 once even i was saving it completely which i was really happy about because now that we're finally here i can say that this is far and away my favorite thing they've done since viva la vida I wow. I absolutely adore everyday life. Like it's far over and away. far and away. Yes. Like it's, it's a good year and a half since it came out in November, 2019, right? This is mm-hmm. almost two years now. So I don't think it's just like recency bias. Like I cannot get enough of, of this as a project. So that's why I've been so excited to hear what your thoughts on it are, because I cannot, I cannot listen to everyday life enough. So fully recency biased. Sure. I feel like I'm with you except i would say since milo okay that's fair obviously um oh we got shit to talk about before that don't we we've yeah, got emails we've we go got a couple through. of anecdotes we can go into so a couple couple anecdotes never tell you <laughs> i feel like i've told this story to so many people so i'm sure i told you um when we we went to this really awesome don't church out in LA. Uh, <laughs> well it's not a great story we went but we went to this church out in la when we lived out there um that jamba was juice. actually like what's that jamba juice jamba juice this church <laughs> it was beautiful really yeah, we do our hot yoga then we go get java juice it's like church <laughs> what am i missing here i don't know you just oh it's just a, uh, it's just not a reference <laughs> i thought it was like some movie you quote and i'm like from something no. yes normally that was from cbb <laughs> or something they say straight off the dome <laughs> that book is doing you wonders my friend i tell you oh, what yeah. so Anyway, we went to this church. We loved it. Really cool people. Actual, like, you know, that's, I don't need to get on that whole side rant. Like, it felt at real. Christians. It, it felt, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and, but I remember one time there was this girl there who was like a guest speaker giving a sermon, giving the sermon. And you could just tell it was her first time. Like, no disrespect. It was just, it was the, 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 the delivery was just kind of off. Right. But I remember one part that we remember so vividly is that she was talking, you know, how like most, most American sermons are structured kind of like a like an, an essay, right? Main main theory, three supporting points, conclusion, right? Yeah. So she was doing her like main theory part, talking about what she was going to talk about and stuff, and then she just goes a story. There was one time when I was growing up that like she just like she read the header basically, <laughs> and we just let so everyone so we'll just go a story, and then we'll, so it felt like that where you just go an anecdote, and then we go into an anecdote <laughs> where we're like here's an anecdote. Um, but yes, let's go into the anecdotes before we go into everyday life specifically. So this is the fast forward part if you want to fast yeah. forward. But it is I've got a quick one. Pod. Coldplay related, actually. Oh, cool. yeah, I was great. at a friend's la- 
friend's place last night, and I was talking a little bit humble about brag. Pot. Humble brag. I do have a you friend. Have, at least you have a friend that's not me that you can piece together from that story. <laughs> and you have a podcast, humble yeah. brag. Well, I, I was talking about it, and he's like, every time you hear, he's not a big Coldplay fan. He's like, every time you mention Coldplay, all I can think of is that turtle vine. <laughs> the turtle vine is so good <laughs> i had never seen it before it is hilarious ever. Yep. i lost it <laughs> it's so good it's so good if i mean if you if you know what we're I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about it's this vine so there's this video of yeah. not to be crude turtles having sex tortoises probably having sex yeah. but it, it he the the male tortoise just makes this like sound when he does it and mm-hmm. someone put it to clocks so you he, you see chris going the you and then it cuts to the ah. and it's so freaking funny it's so good it's i'm so glad good. you got to see that yeah. <laughs> just just go on youtube and search coldplay turtle and it's yeah and it's gonna come up. up it's gonna pop up you'll be fine but um, i could he could not believe i'd never seen it before yeah yeah and neither could i and i was like there's no way jd hasn't seen this oh i've seen it have you seen i want we can't talk about it now but have you seen um the nappies video that coldplay did the nappies maybe where they all wore wigs and they did a funny a very crude funny song no okay we'll talk about that on the on the rarity similar and... skit to like the the Rastafarian Targaryen, the Game of Thrones thing. No, not really. Okay, it's I don't. I just I don't want to. I don't want to say anything else about it before you. Okay. Before we don't, so we'll do that later. But um, I do love a good Coldplay. You know, funny thing. Yeah. I do love a good Coldplay funny thing. I tell you what. Hey, I like comedy. I like Coldplay. <laughs> Put them you together. What you together? got? Hey. <laughs> hey. So so what other what other anecdotes do you have? Let's segue smoothly into the next anecdote. Oh, no, Here's the second anecdote. Feel like an anecdote at all, but we got another amazing spam message. We got a great I don't know if this was spam. I think this was a real offer to be honest with you. I think this is something yeah that I've um, called on. So here's we we had this opportunity and we jumped on it and yes. we're feeling better than ever. <laughs> and now we feel like we need to tell you about it. So yes, we'll, thank we'll you. post this and you guys should take advantage. There's this new thing. It's called the Gigavax. Yes. It's the ultimate vaccine yes. for COVID. Oh my gosh. Um, so we were told that regular vaccines like the Pfizer, the Moderna, like the common ones. Right. Only have 90% effective. Well, right. with this one, uh, it takes care of variants. It does all these things. Right. And it just we're, we're feeling great for only seven hundred twenty-five dollars. So we got it. Yeah, and it was and it was well worth it. Worth it, every penny. It for sure. hurt. It hurt bad. I'm gonna be yeah. real. Um, there's the scar was a lot bigger than I, I, mm-hmm. I, I thought it would be. Um, giga vaccine. And, talk about a giga hangover. That was <laughs> rough. I thought the normal vaccine knocked me on my ass. Mm-hmm. This literally pushed me to the floor, mm-hmm. and I did not move for for a good twenty four hours or so. It was crazy, but I feel great now. Yeah, I feel great. The hair loss is fine. I can yeah, get over it that. It's going to happen. It's anyways. not on my head. Well, for yeah, the for cap, you it was. Yeah, I had some messages about that hat and they didn't. So whatever. It's, right. Yeah. So it was it's bound to happen. That's fine. Yeah. Um, But like the abilities that I feel like I've gained since then um, have just been amazing. Yeah. You so, should see my arms. I can. And they yeah. look they look crazy. Mm-hmm. They look they actually look crazy, like in a, in a more scary than cool way. <laughs> Um, so I do think you should, if that gets worse, somebody. look at, look at your left arm real quick, right? That, yeah. that little, yeah. if that gets worse, you should call, you should go to urgent care is what I'm trying to say. Wow. 
Either way, unrelated, probably. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think it has anything to do with the vaccine. I should the giga vaccine. I should have made that very clear. Separate, separate issues. Who was the amazing listener that that sent in this this information to us? This was uh, Jabba Dorona at Gigavax Solutions Ltd. So <laughs> at Gigavax Solutions Ltd. So it might have been someone from the company, but here's the thing. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it's bad. Just because someone from the company recommends a product doesn't mean like I'm yeah. going to recommend the people that I work with. Right. Like we work here. I'm going to recommend this pod. Exactly. It doesn't mean that yeah. you're that it's that it's an un, unbiased or that's a biased you know, re- review. Mm-hmm. You are an unbiased gentleman and you're going to give nothing but serious, clear, concise reviews that have nothing to do with your with your bias. Um so anyway, if you if you check out online with the Gigavax and you use code code ColdplayRS, you will get um, your first incision completely free. They are not going to yep. charge you for that first incision. Um, the second, second one is full price. Will, you yeah. will be charged, but yeah, you know, it's it's worth it. But listen, anything um, that you can do to save a buck in these in these um, what what is that term that everyone used during the pandemic? Unprecedented times. Unprecedented. I, I, times. I got an, uh, a letter in that the mail. It's like some it sort of unprecedented times. I got one or like two days ago, a letter that used that phrase. And I'm like, we're not doing that anymore. Like we're past that now. Don't don't use that phrase anymore. Uh, come you, on. We're that past bit it. Is, is out. It's way out. Come on. The times are precedented now. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so you remember as, the last year, those are the precedent. Those are, yeah, that is the precedent. <laughs> 2020 was unprecedented, 2021, spot on. Um, so yeah, okay, so thank you for the Gigavac stuff, um, sir yeah. or madam. Um, whoop, there goes my microphone. I don't, I need to get a new mic stand just in yeah. general, like these, or all, just start using one of the other three that you have. No, works. this is this is the other oh. one, this is the second one. That's my point. <laughs> okay, I think the brand is not yeah. good. I think I need a different mic stand. That's beside the point. Um, AT over there. No, I don't know, dude. It doesn't tighten, like, yeah, Damn. yeah, whatever. You've been here, you've seen I it. watched it just fall over. Yeah, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. I didn't, sir. I didn't do nothing to that mic stand. That mic stand fell over all by itself. I'm telling you right now, I was in the fields. Uh, using my John Deere did not have sexual relations with that microphone stand. <laughs> that was honestly, it wasn't good, but that was nope. one of your better impressions. <laughs> like oh it, it felt like a mix of Clinton and, and W like yep. there's a, there- oh, it started. I was like, I, why am I doing Bush? <laughs> you even realized it halfway through. That's oh, beautiful. Yeah. But something like, this is George w. You were saying it made me think of, <laughs> I was doing Southern. I was, <laughs> I know. Uh, beautiful. Great. Great. Um, just great at, at all. Yeah. So there's not anything past our Facebook great. page and we'll post a yeah. picture of this gig of X. Do you do, do I don't have you did you do that with the hat? Yeah. Okay, because I haven't checked. Wow. You, the, yeah, listen, you don't know, you don't know. No, I've been really fucking busy for two weeks. Mm-hmm. La- two weeks ago, and we're not yep. gonna get into it. I went through the worst depression I've ever had, unable to move at certain points. Oh, Last week, I was traveling for three days and then was gone again this weekend. So if you want to get into why I didn't check the Facebook page, we can get into that. But it's so going to be a completely thing. different fucking podcast. I knew all these things. <laughs> and then I went into a bit about, oh, yeah, we're all busy. And then you just went real. With we've it. we've talked to so little the past two that weeks. I know that you <laughs> like this is how this the second or third bit in 20 minutes that has not gone well because we are just off kilter like we're (laughs) we're both here um but we're both also not in sync so by the end of this episode we'll be completely in sync so don't worry about that um we'll be i mean 
will be Lance, will be Justin. Uh, we'll be doing. Yeah. Well, uh, which one did you prefer? Did you prefer one growing up? Did you have a preference? Yeah, Backstreet Boys. Really? All right. <laughs> I was I was always in sync. I saw them. Did I ever tell I you feel like I hadn't that sounds kind of familiar. I would have it would have been probably second grade, second or third grade when we when we were around the time that we started becoming yeah. friends. Um, Smash Mouth opened for NSYNC at Van Andel Arena. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah baby. Smash okay. Mouth. It was after Shrek, oh, so they played <laughs> I'm a Believer. It was a show for the night. Oh, early 2000s, yeah. I guess. But um, yeah. So anyway, so I've I've had my 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 run-ins with stardom. Um <laughs> I was in the arena during NSYNC. So I think you Oh, I've met my celebrities. It. I saw Smash Mouth. Uh I was Rosie. Yeah, I'm not gonna 27. <laughs> Uh, that was an encounter I'll never forget. When, when, when we saw The Who when we lived out in LA, which was an amazing experience, but mm-hmm. the thing that I always remember the most about it was that we were, it was like the Anaheim, some like hockey arena or whatever, so it was indoor. We were literally the last row in the in the bowl. Our backs were against the wall. There was no one, and like, it was great. It was a great show. I just had never been in the back row before. Yeah. So it was, it was fun to check that off the list. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? before we started is that if we're going to do an episode after our BNL show about the show for BNL RS. We can talk about that. We're seeing at this point in time, we're seeing BNL bare naked ladies in two weeks, um, which the only reason that I shared that it was hilarious to me because um, I can't share too many details about what happened originally. Cause it involves my show that will be announced. Um, well, I'll, here's I'll, I'll, I'll share the announcement now. I'll share the details later um, sometime next year. I'm going to be opening for Stephen Page of, of Bare Naked Ladies, formerly Bare Naked Ladies. Um, oh, yeah. The show was going to be September 26th. Um, the show got pushed back because of COVID, mm-hmm. which I totally, the tour got pushed back, because of COVID, yeah. which I totally respect. It's a bummer, but I'm still playing the show. Um, I cannot wait. We'll get into that more, a lot more down the road when I have a date. It's probably going to be something in May. Anyway, so what happened yeah. was I had been kind of, I had announced it on social media and stuff because, you know, they told me to. And I, um, I was in the office and I was walking past one of our uh, uh, admins and she goes, oh, hey, J.D., did you see that like uh, some like bare naked ladies or something are coming to town? I said and I was like, yeah, I'm actually opening for him. She's like, what? I said, yeah, um, Stephen Page from Bare Naked Ladies is doing a solo tour and I'm opening for him downtown Grand Rapids. She goes, oh, that's awesome. That's not what I'm thinking about. <laughs> and, and she's I'm like, what? She goes, no, I heard that they're coming to like Soaring Eagle Casino or something like that. I'm like, not what okay. I'm talking about. Yeah, it was so funny. It was like one of those, like, that's cool. Um, but and so I was nice like, okay. Bag. <laughs> not what I'm talking about. <laughs> so she's like, I've heard like the bare naked ladies are coming coming to I was like, okay, that's weird. So I go online and sure enough, there's it's a casino in Michigan, mm-hmm. um, up a little bit a couple hours north of us, and they were coming and playing like early October. And my first thought was just, how did I not know about this? Yeah. And then I told you, same deal. We couldn't find reference anywhere online. Yeah. It was on their tour list when you go to the website. website. No announcements on social media, mm-hmm. no tweets or posts or anything. Here they so are like pushing for this Wisconsin show a bunch. Nothing. Right. Right. It's not even on the Facebook events. No. Every, all their what, other shows it's, are. It's just all their weird. other shows for the tour that got pushed for another year and a half. Yeah. On there. Right. Yeah. Including the one that's been pushed twice for us that we yeah. were going to see. Yeah. And we'll still see next year. So, I don't know. and then the first question is, okay, well, are you sure it's really them? Yes. I'm sure it's really them. It's, it is on their website. Yeah. Uh, we know what we're talking we, about. We do over time. <laughs> we'll probably cut that part, by the way, just so well, that. For sure. Oh, okay. I, you're, 
Okay. I was playing on that the whole time. Okay, great, great. <laughs> I think I'll start there, though. I think I'll cut back in where I say we're going to cut that just so that people want to know what we cut. Perfect. I think it'll be fine. So anyway, um, everyday life. Yeah. Uh, this was, like I said earlier, it's one of my, it's my favorite thing they've done since Viva. Um, it was very much like a, what it was kind of what everybody, a lot of fans had wanted at the time, like a return to old school Coldplay. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of that there. There's still a lot of experimentation on here, but instrumentally it is very much more old school than, um, the, you know, head full of dreams specifically. Um, so let's, I mean, talking a little bit, a little bit about just the background. I remember the release for this started by just posters showing up around the world. Like they like to do that whole little, put little things here or there. Mm-hmm. Posters would show up without information, just a photo of the band and they're like old school, like old timey stuff, you know? And I think I remember seeing that the, the, um, the, 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 the cover art was like some photo that Johnny's grandfather or great grandfather was in like some band. And then they use that and kind of, you know, put their faces on it and stuff oh, like yeah, that. That's cool. Um, uh, yeah. So, and so it says, yeah, I was reading the, that some people just got letters in the mail. Yes. That was an yep. Announcement. Yep. Exactly. Um, and it was cool. really cool to just see some of that stuff um uh coming out little by little um it was announced as you can see on wikipedia of course it was announced in the advertising sections of several newspapers um (laughs) and (laughs) and then they put like the lyrics you know featuring there were uh ads featuring the lyrics of some of the songs so Mm -hmm. it's just again that really like that's the kind of stuff that i love when coldplay does that kind of crap this is not going to be related to the rest of the episode at all but i'm looking at the reimagined ep under promotion which yeah. basically they did like a little bit live thing on Apple Music. Well, not live, but stripped back version. So it's Cry, 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 Broken and Champion of the World. My favorite part, it just says at the end, this release counts as Coldplay's 15th EP. Like it just reads like somebody got in an argument about it and was like, it's not an EP. And they're like, yes, it is. And so they're like, I'm putting it in the Wikipedia. This that release re- counts. That reads like the last, the Chainsmokers genius comment arguments about oh yeah this is chain smokers versus featuring coldplay no right. this is coldplay featuring the Chainsmokers, and one of them's like i'm gonna go put it in the freaking wiki uh I, so i remember when this kind of when they first um played the when they, the first two songs orphans and arabesque came out yeah. i remember listening to them back to back and just being like what because again it's that feeling we've talked about before we talked about with de trois de fois um we've talked about it with uh higher power it's just like yep. My favorite band is about to release new music and I don't know what to expect. Um, and, and so we hear, I heard orphans first. And then I heard, I remember hearing orphans going like, this is pretty good. I like this a lot. And I'll talk about thoughts more in depth later, Like this is pretty cool. Um, it definitely sounds like popular than I expected it to. And then arabesque comes on and I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. Here we fucking go. And um, just being really excited from those two songs. And then they went on SNL and they played Orphans and Everyday Life. Um, so then you got to hear that title okay. track. So there um, was no indication of what this album was going to look like. Like they didn't set it up as. No, they, they did. I now. mean, what, once they had once they had announced it, they had talked a lot about. Um, well, there was a lot of press a little bit about the yeah. sunrise and the sunset sides. Um, yep. That it was m- a much more artistic project. You know, there was right. some there was some quote by like a record exec that had come out that they said something like 
it wasn't this derogatory, but like they had to get this out of their system. And then the next thing will be a bigger commercial thing. Like it wasn't those exact yeah. words, but that was the feeling, you know, they had to get this out of their system so they can it's go back crap. to making money. To make, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, I think there was, we, I think we knew, cause I don't remember all the specifics, but I remember knowing that this was going to be different. Yeah. This was not going to be, cause they had talked about um in interviews like not really not planning to tour for this at all you know what i do remember too was like coldplay fans on reddit and shit were like data mining the website and like looking for like song titles in the code and people were like there's a song called trouble in town that's probably going to be the first single and i was like how you guys are so smart and a little bit obsessed that you're like checking the like the metadata of the site um but they had also talked a lot about about not really touring for the album partially yeah. environmentally because they be, you know, they got really environmentally conscious about around right. this time. This, about is, that this stuff. is where that first came showed up. up. Right. Yeah. They, I think the other thing was that this was not an album that they wanted to do a world tour for, for yeah. it is just more generally stripped back. And, and they were just coming off of two, a double tour. major. Exactly. And, you know, and I think in a world where COVID didn't hit, there was going to be a massive tour right after music of the spheres. And yeah. so, it didn't make sense to do this artsy one, do a world tour, do music, do another one. So they did a lot of, sh- they did a handful of shows. I remember my fr- our friend John out in LA saw them <clears throat> out in LA, I think at the Palladium. So like the yeah. one thing that I was a bummer is that those are a sm- lot smaller shows and it would be so cool to see Coldplay in that in setting. Strip back. Um, yeah, exactly. Arena. Exactly. Like more like just without the huge light shows and stuff, but even though that's one of the coolest stuff, coolest things. Um, but, but it would be yeah, cool to see them in something else too. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so they didn't. They toured a little bit for it. So we knew we knew that stuff, right? Like it was going to be artsier. They weren't yep. going to tour much for it. Um, and then, and we knew that after this was going to come a much more commercially standard album. Um, yeah. so that's really what we knew about it. But other than that, yeah, that well, itself I, is cool. You mentioned before in Music of the Spheres that it was like there's the picture in this album with mm-hmm. that billboard sure with the music yeah. spheres uh-huh so the foresight of that planning like the record exec says oh there will be something more commercial of that after this uh-huh. and then they're already planning it yeah yeah the same little, thing that mm-hmm. we talked about with mm-hmm. uh they trois for bnl because mm-hmm. they had for those of you who are not into bnl they had a uh album ready for the about to be ready for the tour yeah that COVID hits push the tour push yeah. the album as well yeah they redo a lot of the stuff so i wonder how much of that influenced music of the spheres too i definitely yeah know. i totally agree you know i wonder i i have i have wondered that too where <clears throat> first of all the the first part of that question is when was music of the spheres going to come out exactly. originally there had been talks about it coming out the following summer like last june june july 2020 yeah. um but that, those were only rumors they were never confirmed um, we knew that Coldplay were working on Music of the Spheres. I think they had basically straight up said at one point we're doing something called Music of the Spheres, like months. Chris had been has been doing that for a while with the past few albums, where he's like, I remember, <clears throat> I remember Sky Full of Stars when that was out, he's saying like, oh, we're working on our next thing called A Head Full of Dreams, yeah. and we never talked about that. A sky full of stars, a head full of dreams. Just the structure of those two titles, just and being every the same. Day in life. <laughs> Parachutes. <laughs> Um, music it's just all the, the same spheres. spheres. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, um, but you know, I do wonder that too. I wonder if they, how much was reworked, how much maybe, yeah. maybe that's where the volume one part came into play. Um, that's true. We and don't I, know. Yeah. We just don't know. Um, 
You have so no idea. In my head, I'd imagine that they don't start with a fully fledged album cover with no, no idea what it's no. going to look like. No, I, so I in my yeah. head when when they release this and they have that like teased. Right. You and you're talking about they in have the linear some notes, idea right? of what. Yes. Yeah. What yeah. it's going to look like. Well, and what's interesting, I mean, to that one thing that's really interesting to me. I say that word a lot. I so last mm-hmm. night I was reading. I, I'm a big fan of the musician Frank Turner. And I was reading his book um, where he is. I forget what it's called, <laughs> but basically it's where he takes like 30 or 40 of his biggest songs and just dissects them. Talks about how the music came, where the lyrics came from and like goes. in awesome. It's so cool, dude. It's so cool. Um, but what's interesting, you know, he mentioned at one point that one of the songs he had had for like two albums, like if it, you know, if he wrote it in 2006, it didn't come out to like 2012, right? Like that sort of thing. Um, and then you hear about that here where like, arabesque specifically yeah. and other portions of songs had been kicking around for 10 years at this viva, point Milo, one of yeah those? viva i think I, well i think it was both actually i think there are there are instances where that had been happening uh on both of them um and so what all that to say is that it's just so it's you think pl- plainly that it goes record an album release album tour for album write for next album record that and sure that probably generally happens um but there's so many times where things get revisited that like they could have been not only working on recording stuff for music of the spheres while they were recording things for everyday life you just you you just don't know what that time because it's not a it's not a linear line right it's all over the place so um it'll be yeah it'll be interesting to see the, the obviously the big music sound difference between these two albums um, but I do wonder yeah. again how it was all working. From the few like things that. we heard, it's probably gonna be pretty different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one's got BTS. <laughs> let's just put it that way. Um Did you see so, the uh the iHeartRadio Festival show? I didn't watch it. Nah. Okay. I didn't watch it. Did you? Yeah. Was it good? Look at that. Wow. I guessed. I, you know why though I didn't watch it? This is just me being defensive. It was Friday. It was Friday. I was busy. I knew what they were gonna fucking play. I could have yeah. guessed most of what they played. I was surprised I that they played Heart more yes. than they did at the BBC. Really? Okay. Because I really liked Human Heart. I'd recommend checking that out. I, I skipped. Will. I skipped the uh, something just like this. Yeah, that was a closer. Something. It started. I was like, okay, I can, I can go back yeah. to my TV show. But that's, so that's the thing is that like <laughs> I love these guys so much, but it's like, oh no way, they're playing Viva and Fix You. Like again, two of my favorite songs. I just I didn't need to watch it yeah. at live in that moment. I All think I, I will go back and watch it now. All I heard everyone talking about was Chris. Uh, and I didn't notice everyone was like, oh, he looks so depressed. He mentioned a bunch of stuff about before Fix You. About really? Going through like waves and peaks, like really? ups and downs in life. And then he was like, I'm currently on a down right now, but I will never give up. Or he's, I'm currently at the bottom or something like that. Holy shit. It yeah. was, Is it on YouTube? Yeah. I'll send you a link after this. Please do. That makes me um, sad. It, yeah, it was really sad, but a lot of people were like, it's really cool how honest he is. He is. Totally. Like one person totally. was like, it makes me feel less alone, which was really well, sweet. And not to, couple. I mean, obviously I glazed over it earlier. That's why I think myself and a lot of us, a lot of people in my friends group, you included, are very big on like being honest about mental health. Like not yeah. again, not to go down that route at all, but um, not to make it like in the number that you want to call if you're feeling, you know, um, but no, yeah. that's why like I, I like talking about it because it is very normal to feel those things. And I think when you have people like Chris sharing those feelings, it makes people teenagers who might not, or young people who might not feel comfortable with it, feel better, feel less alone. Anyone who it's new to, who they're just coming to it for the first time and have never told anyone else about it. Yes. Just exactly. 
to know other people are in the same boat. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a lot of it that is like, whether it's medication or therapy or anything, it's a lot of it's really stigmatized. And so to, um, I, I, I have always been on a little bit of a very person, very personal, like, uh, you know, ride to change that as much as as in the little ways that I'm able to. Um, but it is so to that point, it is really cool to hear Chris say that, to know that he said that because again, like you said, anybody going through that for the first time might feel a little less alone. And I do feel like that's something that I've never struggled with is like, I'm alone in my feelings. However, I know that that can be like one of the most damning feelings, because if you feel alone, you feel like there is no help. And just knowing that you're not alone can be the first step. Um, yeah, anyway, (laughs) so, (laughs) so jokes, right? Um, (laughs) so anyway, um, so let's get into the tracks. We, this is, we've got a lot of tracks to go through. It's a, it is a double album, double album and we've got a flags. So 17 Ah, songs to get through. Damn it. Um, this is going to be a late night, dude, just so you know. So we'll set it up. Uh, I took a two two and a half hour nap today though. So I feel like I can do it. It was, it was nice. My arm hurt because I felt, I felt like bad on the arm, but I know you weren't asking, but anyway, no, I was trying to set up that. Two halves. Set it up. Go ahead. So, Go ahead. Set it up. This album has two halves. <laughs> the first one being Sunrise, the first eight songs. So we'll start that here with, you know, the. Oh, we're just going straight into the first it now. half. Yeah. Oh, we can. Do you have anything else? No, to say? I just didn't expect you to play the track oh. all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, let's do it. Sunrise to Sunrise. The first half of Sunrise and the first track of Sunrise. So here we go. Yeah, man. I agree. I agree. It's a really great opener in general. Um, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I I, I like no. the instrumental openings that they do. This one to me is, I know this is a stupid way of saying this, the most instrumental of them because yeah. it is not, you know, you've got the actual track Milo Zylado, which is less than a minute. You've got Left in Color, which has vocals. Um, you've got music of the spheres, which sounds like it's going to the, Oh, 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 is at the okay, end. Yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds like music of the spheres has like that voice in the background that says music of the spheres. This is literally doom, a, doom, doom. <laughs> a two and a half minute orchestra song. Yeah. It's so cool. And that violin start, comes in. Oh yeah, dude. <sighs> yes. I totally agree. Um, you've got David Rossi who did a lot of the strings on Viva and here probably I'm assuming playing, if not Former. everything, the lead. For my um, AS Roma player. Yep. Yep. Exactly who I was thinking of. It's mm-hmm. so cool that he had both of those careers, by the way. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think that. it sets the mood really well for where it's all going to go. Yeah. Um, and it's just really cool to, I don't know. It's just, it's so cool. It's just cool to hear that the way that it is, you know, like to, to hear, I know that was a stupid sentence. If you think of it objectively to hear that the way that it is. Um, I like it the way it is. I like it the way it is too. Yeah. It's just, it was not what I would have expected. And I think it does set the tone for the rest of the album. Well, and stands on its own as yeah. a beautiful orchestral track. Yeah. I think I, I think it was prospects March. One of the piano pieces on there. I was like, Oh, I'm going to add this to my instrumental, like study work. Playlist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever got around to it. This one I added immediately. Sure. <laughs> I was like, this is going straight in. <laughs> Let's move on then. Yeah. Um, to Torch. 
I, this one grew on me a lot. I did not dislike it when I first heard it. Like I didn't, I didn't go, ugh, and now I love it. Um, but it, I, the more I listened to it, the more I loved this song. Um, lyrically, it's weird because it feels like it could be a very typical Coldplay song because it's a, it's a, it's a love song. Um, lyrically, it's not much, you know, it, Chris is using a metaphor of like, you know, when you're riding a wave, Seventh Sea. So it's yep. very structurally or like uh, thematically similar to Coldplay songs in past, but I love the guitar work. I love like the kind of, they must be either synth or strings that kind of come in, like they kind of push and then they pull back yeah. like a wave. You know what I mean? Where it goes, duh, duh, duh. Um, I love that a lot. Um, no, I, 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 I love it. I really think this is beautiful. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. This is not, it didn't really stand out to me at first and it's mm-hmm. really grown on me as I've gotten through it. Mm-hmm. I think this is the start of all these ingenious vocalizing, but the yes. segments of different languages. Yes. Yeah. Usually not a fan of that. Excellently yeah. done in this album. Totally. Yeah, yes, times, absolutely. And every time I'm like, wow, that, that works well, because I don't usually love it. I think one thing that's really interesting to me is that um, it says this on the wiki and I, I know that I've got the vinyl and I've seen it on the CD mm-hmm. and I'm just going to read it kind of as it says, because it, I'm not going to do a good job of like paraphrasing it. Um, where did it go? Um, but basically there are these bells that toll during the album. Um, and did you, have you, have you seen that part before in the wiki or no? no. Yeah. So it says the album includes a 30 second field recording of clock tower bells ringing in the Westminster quarters so it's at the end of the first half into the second half and it's spread across eight tracks like literally there are eight like one or two second tracks and it spells out god equals love um and uh the track titles spell the name blah blah so what's so the reason i say that is because i feel like that sort of you know and then chris's quote here about um uh every day is great and every day is terrible everyday life is our reaction to the perceived negativity that's everywhere there is a lot of trouble, but there's also so much positivity and so much great life happening. Um, so in a way, it's just us trying to make sense of things, saying what we feel, and what we see. So I think that paired with the God equals love thing kind of sets the tone, obviously the theme of this album. Like, And when you look at all of the different um, uh, influences they pull from around the world, the way that yeah. they recorded the album around the world in South Africa and New York and Tuscany and Buenos Aires, like they recorded, you, you feel those strings pulling from all over. And so it starts here with like, an like Arabic singing, but you've got guests from Africa playing all yeah. these, all these instruments. You've got, I'm going to pronounce his name on like Strome or whatever. I believe he's Belgian. He sings on Arabesque with Chris. Like yeah. you've got all of these influences you've got, you know, like on broken, you've got these church influences, like, like yeah. literally gospel um yeah, it's just so cool gospelly churchy sounding songs here which is funny yes that the one church does not is not like have to do that. That. yeah um it's just so cool to hear all of those influences come in and i think my main point is that that god equals love thing um is sort of chris's big point or that love is god right like yeah. that is what god is is love and that shows up in so many different ways i really um, like that yeah i like no. that it's it, i like the metaphor of the song yes i agree i at one point was not sure if it was more of like a love song or more like he's in love with someone who's unattainable. 
sure like doesn't quite give him so he's yeah keeps keeps going back for worship but she's not reciprocating at all oh sure yeah okay i see that i see that i don't know if that's a nice little peek into my subconscious (laughs) 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 i wonder where that's coming from um no i think that's i think that's really fair um another interesting thing uh structurally is that there's one verse and then the rest of it is a is the chorus, the music, and then the like the um there's an outro and then there's the one bridge that cause when I'm hurt, then I'll go to your yeah. church. But the verse is only in the beginning. There's nothing else like that. So should we move Thank on? You. Let's yeah, <laughs> let's go to the next one. All right. Trouble let's do in it. town. Trouble in town. Because they hung my brother Brown. Because this system just keep it down. This trouble. Okay, so coming out with the political stuff. I gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. There is something. So I've seen Chris. I've seen Copley Lab a few times. I've seen a lot of interviews. Chris always swears. Like he's always been someone who swears a lot, just like in interviews and stuff. Yeah. Um. It is so cathartic to hear him actually to hear swearing on a Coldplay song. Not even just here. We get to Arabesque and we get to Guns and stuff like that. But like this being it's, so it's early on seeing explicit on an album from yeah play right it is it totally you mean the guys who did yellow yeah i but i do <laughs> love i love um that they were not pulling any punches that they straight up said this is what we're going to do and yeah. trouble in town being track three track three says this is the shit that we're getting into kind of track um, two if you want to think about you like, want to, what like, you can actually pull themes from right 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 exactly so what do you think about trouble in town I feel like I couldn't get it out of my head similar things to what we talked about with aliens. Sure. Sure. Where this is like a piece of art, but it's, yeah. hard, to, it's hard to listen to. Like it's, yes. I feel like it's similar to aliens, but better. It's the same deal yeah. that it's like, it's really effective in making you uncomfortable. A hundred percent. It's not something that 100%. like what I want to listen to music. I want to come back to a lot, but it's right. so powerful. I love the little like I think it happens towards the end. I don't know if it happens in the beginning, but you hear like those kids kind of chanting in the background. Well, you know, like, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. just like the, even those little things, um, it makes me feel uh, it makes me feel uncomfortable because you hear that officer, that fucking asshole, um, saying that, and then you juxtapose that with um, these children singing. Uh, it is yeah. in, in Zulu, apparently, from looking at what this says here. Okay, it's just crazy, right? But um, even that the the what they do with the music in the backing. To oh the my gosh! Recording. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So yeah. So it's slow in, burn, it's just right? So intense. Slow burn with incredibly dark lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, because they hung my brother Brown. Uh, song is about racism. Let's be very clear, here, yeah, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think we need to be clear. I think he's done it pretty. Um. Because they cut my brother down because my sister can't wear her crown. Blood on the beat. Um, law of the jungle or the law of the street. That's great. Um, so it's a slow burn. And then after that last chorus, like you said, they they play this tape. Well, they play this tape of this police officer. Um, uh, one of many. It, it's, it's hard to say one of famously because there's so many things that have happened yeah. with this kind of situation. Um, uh, accosting some kids and saying some pretty intense shit um grab you up i'll grab you anyway i got to something yeah. like that um that's all about his fucking middle name of all the things just because right. you can't read a license properly right right exactly <laughs> um but uh what's 
what is crazy about that, like you said, is the fucking intensity of the music that comes in right there. The guitars. I, this is one of my favorite uh, yeah. Will drummings in the past few years. He goes fucking ape on the drums. And it's just so, so good. Uh, yeah, go it's ahead. no, I, the chorus is everything is just haunting and super yes. emotional yes agreed have you seen the video by the way no i have videos very oh, uh, uh animal, animal farming what's that the animal okay. one yeah it's pretty it just fits with the theme very well you know it's dark um but very good very very artsy um yeah it's a very powerful song the guitar yeah. at the end too johnny's little guitar riff that he has going on doom doom and that piano that chris has where it goes doom 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 like between the oh, it's so good yeah um, I agree that it is heavy to listen to. I think I don't go back to it specifically too much yeah. because of that. Um, but I do listen to when I, I never skip it by any means. So it's heavy, but Ooh. yeah, I agreed. I think uh, that's why I think it's better done than aliens because I'm not like let's, but yeah, it's, it is very, very, very effective. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. Um, so should we keep going? Yeah, let's uh, jump into Broken. Okay, so this is where he starts playing with uh, song titles. Um, yep, so you're getting a little fancy schmancy. I will get Sourpuss himself out of the way. The song is called Broken. They dedicated it to Brian fucking, you know, Sourpuss, old stinky man himself. Mm-hmm. And the letters B and E are, are capitalized for his name, Brian Eno. They didn't put Sourpuss oh. in there, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, they start playing with song titles. Doesn't stop there. Um, what do you think about the song itself? Yeah, I like it. It's the placing, I feel like, is really excellent coming up off of uh the that back of heavy, trouble in yeah, town with yeah. the church vibes and the faith-based mm-hmm. is a pretty cool dichotomy to me sure yeah um it's not my favorite but i really enjoy it fair very fair um i i, I know that this is gonna be a problem for me i love it i think mm-hmm. it's fucking great it's stuck in my head so much i love the simplicity of the lyrics i love the call and response um yeah I just I think it's a very it sounds like a gospel song, obviously, because there's a choir and it literally says, you know, oh, Lord, come shine your light on me. But it's mm-hmm. and it, I, knowing Chris and where he's coming from. It's just so cool to hear him bring all of these different religious themes in from all over. Like this is very churchy, but that doesn't yeah. mean, you know, it's it's yeah, it's very cool. So I, I love it. It I sounds really- like a church song in the fact that they brought in the choir. Yes. Yes. But. But but also singing about the Lord. Yeah. Well, that's my point. Like, I think this this one, I think I'm about this way. I feel like you could go to a Christian church, sing this song and no one would bat an eye. Right. Um, But I think knowing its piece in this album just adds to how cool that is. So, yeah, I kind of I really like the simplicity of it. I really like um, what was I going to say? I like just the melody. It's a really simple church, you know, gospel melody. Um, So I, I really enjoy it. Um, it really grew on me. I'll say that it didn't sure. stick out at first, but I've I've come to really enjoy it. I, you know, I feel like I'm going to like it less now, be- knowing how associated it is with Brian Eno. But in general, 
No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I like it a lot. So keep going then. It's now my least favorite. <laughs> go to go to Daddy. Daddy. You don't know the jokes that were made on Reddit before this song came out. Oh. Chris wrote a song called Daddy. Like it was imagine. it was fucking hilarious. And then what was great was it came out it and came everyone out was, like, was like, oh, oh no, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. We all kind of unanimously went, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Very powerful. Um, yeah. Pretty damn sad. Yeah. And, you know, I like there's sort of two meanings that I've seen talked about it. One is obviously the very kind of direct just fatherhood thing. Mm -hmm. Right. But there's also um, I don't remember if it was people just talking about it online or Chris talking about it, but like the criminal justice part about how many people's fathers are taken away from them and they don't understand why. Right. Like it kind of goes back to the political side of things. How do you explain that to a child? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'll talk about never. That didn't click with me. I didn't read that. That. Um, if you want to have a good cry, watch the music video. That got me good when it came out. Um, that was heavy. Um, no, I think it's the one negative thing. I'll, not negative. The one hard. You good? I feel like I feel like this revelation hit you real hard. Like I feel like you're processing a lot right now. Yeah, I really like what that just added to the song for me. In the meaning of it. Because, I mean, absentee father is not something that I personally relate to very sure. much because my dad's pretty great. Right. Right. <sighs> but it's still it's still really heavy. Yeah. It's funny because the one thing I <laughs> haven't done, <laughs> one thing I haven't done is like sat in this song since the boys were born. Um, and I think part of it is because I do um, because of how heavy the song is and how somber and beautiful it is throughout it's one of those Coldplay songs where you have to be in the right mood for it to hit you. Um, So I don't go back to that a lot because I'm not really in that mood as often as, you know, would it be. Um, But I feel like, you know, even listening to it the past couple, the past week or so preparing, I've listened to it passively. Like I know, I know this is daddy. I know how I feel about this, but I haven't like sat on it. I don't think I should because I feel like that could be pretty heavy, Um, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's very, it hits right at the core. I think, you know, yeah, for for all of the topics that are addressed in this album, yes, a, a lot of heavy stuff. This is one of the few sad piano ballad type, yeah, structures of a true. song. True, yeah, just straightforward, yeah. classic Coldplay piano ballad. Yeah, I totally agree. I like it a lot, though. I think it, I, I know I say that a lot. It's beautiful. It's yeah. just very sad. I that outro I think really kills me. The won't you come and won't you stay please stay oh please stay one day just one day just like that's just day. yeah yeah it's heavy so uh, the, the pre-chorus gets me with the i know you're hurting too but i need you yeah yeah like oof. because the the kids it's so you know one thing that's interesting that i think we 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 don't really give enough credit to is that like kids know a lot more than we give them credit for they can sense yeah. a lot more than we give them credit for and i think in situations like that you can sense that right like a kid yeah. knows that their their person is um hurt but they don't understand why and they also need you like i know that you're yeah. hurting but i'll yeah it's heavy it's heavy shit 
So let's just keep going then. Let's just kind of skip past the heavier shit. Move on to War of the Worlds. Uh, Power (laughs) of the people. Power War of the World. Power of the people. (laughs) What is it? Uh, Wonder of the world. Power of the people. Yes. So, um, this one is a demo track. Um, and in the lyric booklet, Chris literally says, I haven't finished this yep. one yet. Um, uh, I haven't finished. Yeah. That being um, said, I love it. Really? I love this. I don't know what it is. I like the mumble. That yeah. one it goes, oh, I gets me every time. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I, it, it really, makes me really wonder. Um, so it, have you seen the Jordan performance? We'll talk about that probably later. Um, no, I was reading it today, reading through it today, but I just listened well, to the album. We'll talk more. about it just super quick. Yeah. I think it was album release day or maybe the day after. Yep. They went to Jordan and they performed Sunrise at Sunrise and Sunset at Sunset. And of course, here in Michigan, that's cool. Timing was weird. So it was like yeah. some random hour. But I remember waking up and watching it. It was a live stream. It was really cool to hear the songs in that setting and it was beautifully visual it was beautiful visually right these huge beautiful drone shots but in this performance of the song the song was more complete than this demo version so there were full lyrics in the jordan version um oh and does that uh, mean it was a lot longer too a little longer yeah i mean it wasn't a six minute ballad but it was definitely longer yeah um i and that is one of the criticisms i've heard people say about this album is that tracks like this specifically that are just a demo well, take the time to finish the song. I'm not saying I agree with it, but like finish the song. Like there's something beautiful there. Don't just put a demo on the middle of an album and call it a track. Um, yeah. So I get it, but I do feel like those these sketches, if you will, are part of what makes this album what it is. Um, I get it. If yeah, if they're specific, if they specifically called it a demo, I know I noticed today that I haven't finished this yet in the album insert. Sure. But we've talked about that before with some interludes. Right. It, you know. It, if they're good enough, they make you wonder what they could be if they were full length songs. Yes, exactly. It doesn't necessarily mean that if they were full length songs, you'd love it as much. Right. Because maybe this is just what it was meant to be. Exactly. That's the function it serves. And that's. Yeah. And it'd be interesting to hear. I haven't listened to the full version, the longer version, yeah. probably since, you know, December or January of, of 2020. Um, but I would like to go back and listen to it and hear what the lyrics became, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like this. I think as or far as completed, if he writes, it's not finished yet. And then a couple months later, he he has Ta-da. a little bit more. That doesn't right. necessarily mean it's finished. It's just longer than it was. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Um, no, I, I do like it. I'm glad that you love it. That's really cool to, to hear that. I would, did not expect that. Actually, <laughs> bad. I just didn't expect you to like it that much. But yeah, um, should we move on? Yeah. So the next one is Arabesque. <laughs> I love this so much. I yeah. I love this song. I think this does remind me of things like Violet Hill, that older or Cemeteries of London, that kind of like acoustic yeah, driven okay. I see, cool play I see song. Violet Hill comparisons. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad yeah, and it's political, obviously. Um yeah. uh, I I just I don't know. I love the the saxophone solo, that whole long section I think is beautiful. Um 
I'm trying. I, mean, I want to get the gentleman's name who sings on this with Chris because I know that I will get the name wrong. Strome. He's a. He is. Um. He's Belgian. That's why I said. Yeah. He is a Belgian. Uh. Rapper, singer, songwriter. He sings the the, the verses with Chris on this. Um. I, and I think it's just so. I love the little intro version. That little audio that goes into it. You know. Before yeah. the. I think that was supposed to be, a, what the demo sounded like when this song was kicking around ten years ago. So I think it was oh, okay. like an old. Cool. And then it kind of Homage. yeah. And then it digs into it and um. And it's just so cool. It's so cool. Um, arabesque, just to read a little bit from Genius because I want to share about it, is a visual art genre, which was mostly used in Islamic countries um, in architecture and stuff. Now, what was really cool was I was at the Cleveland Art Museum uh, last week and I was walking through the religious section and they had like uh, like a prayer wall from uh, like an old Islamic church in the museum. And they were they were using arabesque to describe it. And it was so cool to like just see that visually, right? Like to see um yeah see yeah to, to to see where that influence came from a little bit at least so um, you walk away same fucking blood yeah i did i was just i was just same fucking and everyone's like what do you please leave sir like jesus <laughs> I, I yelled it too like chris does like quiet museum i just yelled it um did not did not be welcome get welcome back um so yes um you got uh some strome singing here um translation in french for that second verse is like two drops of water we look alike as from the same mother like two streams who gather to make big rivers yes and we share the same blood yes we share the same blood so um again obviously goes with the theme of the song but what do you think i didn't, I didn't even give you a chance to talk i'm yeah, sorry no, i i like it i love the i love the sax solo the main beat of it has grown on me a lot over time. I like a lot of the like two raindrops in the same sea. I really, really like a lot of stuff. It's, I don't know if I would have picked up on much in the verses other than the chorus of the meaning of it. So it's, it's almost like abstractly political in the sure. way that he wrote it. Yeah. And yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's not like right. It doesn't have yeah. a clip of a cop, you know, accosting yeah, yeah, yeah. A kids on the street. Yeah. What's well, more like universal than just politics here, right? It's this yes. thing like this. And I love the anger in the same fucking bloodline because, like, I don't know. I think we've mm -hmm. talked about this a bit before, but it's just crazy to me how I think we talk about with aliens actually, how um quick people are to dehumanize people that they've never met or have yeah. or they are on the quote unquote other side of. And I don't just mean like politically, okay, well, this person's a Republican and I'm a Democrat or vice versa. I mean, like groups of people that you have ne cultures that you have never interacted with. And yeah. I think this anger of just the same fucking blood, like we share, like they are all human yet, you know, like yeah. it's, I love that a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. When, when I say abstractly, I mean, like when I, when I read the genius and it was sure. like Coldplay's way of trying to sow peace in the wake of the Western fear of Islam right? and the war of terrorism. I was like, okay, I, I didn't get specifically Islam and like other than maybe if I knew where Arabesque came from, you know, mm -hmm. so like stuff like that. But in the overall, then, yeah, it's well. And the only thing I'd say to that is like, I don't see where that came from. Yeah. That person saying that. So like that could just be conjecture. That could, that could be, be it could be that, accurate, yeah. but it could That's be. Fair. Yeah, That's fair. Um. No, I, I musically again, I love the driving of it, just how it keeps kind of chugging along. 
I love the little guitar lick, the do to do to do. I learned how to play I that, like and like, that. yeah, whenever I could pick it up right now, right there, and I just like, I always that feels like it's a fun so one. easy. It would, like it would be a fun one to play. It's so easy. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it's not so easy. I mean, I'm pretty good. It took oh, me yeah. a little, but, um, but it's such an easy one to like just kind of pick up and play, right? Like you just kind yeah. of go to it. Um, and then uh, I love the the saxophone solo. I think that's yep. so badass. And then I think it's that I just that huge ending is so cool um so i think this is a great song i think this is what and i said this earlier this is what old coldplay fans are who are complaining about the commercializing and stuff this is what they wanted like this is what we wanted to hear is this kind of coldplay again um and this is as a fan of the newer stuff i just think this is kind of like a sort of like back to the roots or back to like you know like politic or like amsterdam like those bigger heavier political kind of songs so it was really cool to get this and so heavily. Yeah. So, so you want to go a little bit down again? Will I be a friend? I like it again. I, it's not uh this is not a super standout for me but i like it sure i like the choral arrangement uh, again with the church vibes i I liked what i read what it said uh apparently martin uh was inspired by church music as well uh Uh, and also it was an attempt to make a song that his mother would like (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty sweet i like that yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah i i i think it fits really well obviously I don't go back to this one very much. Um, I don't, I, I think it's just because again, it's that whole thing of the place that it, it's, it's the closer to a half to the first half. You know, I think it's beautiful. I like the lyrics. He talks about a dove, by the way, this counts as birds. This counts dove descended. That's a bird. Um, holy, holy. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I like birds. It's <laughs> I know um, it's calming. You know, I do think yeah. it, it does feel like a, like an exhale. So I do like, I do that. think it serves a pretty, it's function as a closer to sunrise pretty well. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I don't have anything to add. I, I just, I agree. Yeah. I think it, it does function well. And then, you know, on the album, you would hear those, if you're listening to the CD, you'd hear those bells toll after this, which is a very cool to have that churchy song and then hear the bells toll. So yeah. Um, yeah. I dig it. I dig it. So let's move on to the second half sunset and we'll open with gone. I cannot believe that Coldplay came out with a song saying everyone needs to get more guns. Okay. Did I tell you that story before? Yeah, that was the bit. That was the bit. Okay. I didn't know <laughs> if you were just doing a bit. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I remember, um, let's br- I'll bring it up at the end because I want to talk about it and then go back to that. Yeah. Um, I love this song. Ooh. I love it because of how strong, strongly worded it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we, I, I, I want to say obviously, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, obviously, Chris is not saying um, we need more guns. He is in the literal sense. Yes, he is. Every but he's it's he's, a sarcastic. It's line. Very, yes, and it talks about the way that I would say mainly the United States treats problems. That yeah. that is the solution, right? So again, don't want to get into politics, but like, okay, there's a lot of school shootings. Well, let's just arm the teachers too, as yeah. opposed to 
address the other parts of it. So I think he's, you know, he's using that mindset of like, who needs this? Who needs that? Let's just do more, make more guns. And then I love that chorus. Everyone's gone fucking crazy. Um, The chorus is incredible. And then that second part, the, um, in the second verse, the, I love how strong and flippant it is. The only save your lookalikes and fuck the other ones. Like that is such a good, that is such a powerful line. Oh yeah. Uh, I love that so much. I love, 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 love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, sorry. I just, I, this song no. makes me really excited. Um, it's a bit of aliens to me. I really? love the chorus. Okay. And I love the meaning of it. I don't love all of the music. Sure. But the chorus is incredible. So what music Musical, don't you love? And like the, the verses, the, okay. the way I, the that's change, no, I'm just the curious. change of music. I don't like it as much as the chorus. Okay, that's fair. Musically, I don't like the verse as much as the chorus. We'll put it that way. Yes, that's totally yeah. for the whole thing. The yeah, intent, but musically, the whole thing. I actually love the verses, though. I love the little kind of. I did learn how to play this song on guitar. I could not do it again. I remember just learning one day because it's so much fun to have that little ditty in there. What's that? So let's Fuck. see it. <laughs> I can't tune it fast enough. It's a weird ass tuning. Over there. That's an electric. I have to play it on acoustic. It's just a whole thing. I can't do it now. Uh, um, but no, I, I, I truly, really, really love the song. And again, I think because of how, like I said, how strongly we're, how, how it's not pulling any punches, it's coming right out and like being yeah. very upfront about, um, its intent. And I think to hear Chris talking about that, um, I, again, I do love the acoustic guitar, just driving the whole thing. Yeah. Um, big fan. So education or a sound is good for business. Cut the forest. They're so dumb. Yep. Yeah, I melt down all the trumpets, all the trombones, and the drums. Yeah. Right, like again, music is getting cut in a lot of schools. Yeah, yeah it's just it's so. And that and he just ends it with it's the opinion of this board. Yeah, it's yeah right. I like that so part like, too. To right. Show that, yeah. Like, oh, and the judgment of this court as well. Earlier made, on the song, all these right. decisions made by these five people that don't give a shit about anybody else. Yep. Yep. Uh, I do really good. Uh, I do. I, I have. I have got. Um caught up on the last chorus before everything's gone so crazy everybody but you everything's gone fucking crazy i'm crazy too um i've i at first i used to be like okay this is chris kind of bringing in and we'll talk about this on orphans in a second here mm-hmm. um kind of bringing in like a love angle to it i have and I'm, I'm putting too much into this but it feels like everybody but you it's like okay now's not the time chris like it's not the time this yeah. is not a you know but i think i'm pushing too much into that i think it's more my my point is more is stronger on orphans than this. It but, doesn't need to be romantic. It still feels no, a it's, little weird. Sure. It could out just of place. be anyone like, oh, thank God I've got you. Yes. You, like you also agree. Well, yeah. Right. Whatever it is, it it does feel like you're like, but you who? Like, right. what does that have to do you with who? the rest? Um, <laughs> uh, but so to, to share the story from earlier was I remember, um, and I'm not trying to blame somebody or make fun of them for like not getting it. But I remember yeah. when the song came out, I think they posted on it about it on Facebook, you know, like they, they put the lyric video up. And I remember someone in the comments saying, like, I am so, uh, you know, ashamed that Chris would sing something like this. This is not the answer. We do not need more guns. And, you know, it's just it makes me so sad to hear that. And I just, my first thought was just like if and, you know, I'm a huge Coldplay fan was part of it. And I was just like, if you're a huge Coldplay fan, you probably know Chris Martin's heart. Like, you know what his intentions are like. Mm-hmm even if you don't understand the irony of it, just think for a second of like 
does this sound like the Chris Martin I know? Like, does, is does is he yeah. sound like the kind of guy who's going to be like, you know what the answer is? More guns. Like, that's There's a classic case of uh, whoosh. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I it just made, it made me laugh when I saw that. But uh, but anyway, yes, yeah, so let's keep so going. Let's I, go. You had oh. told that before. That's where my bet came from. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's move on to orphans. So the boom boom ka is Chris's son Moses, which yeah. I love. I I think like if you there's some video I think it might be like the music video for this, um where they have like a longer audio clip in the in the beginning and it's like him saying oh mm-hmm. then you should try you could do like a boom boom ka boom ka like it's Moses even saying that little part like oh you could try doing the um whatever and and then yeah so it's and then the music video is cool because it starts with Chris just singing um on like a stairwell. This is probably one of the most uplifting musical songs about the Syrian refugee crisis that has ever been on mainstream radio. Yeah. Um, and I think that in and of itself is a beautiful um, uh, uh, feat to have accomplished. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about Orphans? The song. I really like the song. Hell yeah, guy. Groovy as hell. Bass lines. Boom, boom, boom. I'm in for it. I like the meaning of this one as well. It's mm-hmm. a little bit more than arabesque where it's like to me where I'm like, if I just, if I just listen to it, mm-hmm. I'm struggling to pick up on the meaning. And then when I read about it, I'm like, Oh, this is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I had to really think about it to pick up on some of the stuff. Um, It's yeah, For no, sure. I totally, not, well, and yeah. that's why, that's why I just took a pause there that I we cut earlier. Cause yeah. I was reading something about it that, um, uh challenge what i thought the story was of the song um okay and then it, and then i kind of just went back and so basically that first verse right um yep. uh rosaline rosaline of the democene yes she had eyes like the moon would have been for the silver screen but for the missile monsoon i took that as she would have been she's beautiful she would have been great for you know a great actress if we're being literal but for the missile monsoon but for the bombings that are killing people yep. and she was yep. killed in this bombing like that's how i always took ah. it was like she was killed and what what challenged that was when i went to the, to the bottom it said um it showcases the story of rosaline and her and uh, her baba who are now refugees and are yep. met by what they believe to be the archangels which is most probably someone aiding them in the refugee crisis however in that line cherub and seraphim soon come sailing us home by the light of the moon cherub and seraphim are archangels that meet people once they die, either to assure them or warn them. So if they're meeting them, that doesn't seem like help. That that, yeah, it sounds more like um, they're they're going to heaven, is yeah. the way that I kind of read it. So I know it I've always read it as someone who escaped, like was destined for the local celebrity, sure, and escaped and then couldn't make it. And you know, once you're a refugee, it's hard to really blow up like that. I'm sure. Say that again. Say that again. Like to be like a Hollywood movie star, it would be harder for a refugee to make that journey than well. So and that that's what I was. That's why I started to rethink everything because I was like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe that's what that means is that if she wouldn't have become a refugee, she would have become that you know this. But I always took it as they had actually um, passed away. But uh, I don't know. I, I and either I think way it works. I, it works exactly. It works either way. 
Um, and then I, you know, at the end, those last couple of lines of, um, or one of the last lines is, I guess we'll be raised on our own then, you know, like yeah. that, that, that one kills me. And especially how he sings it so happily, mm-hmm. you know, and I love the, um, the, just the, the, these really dark lyrics, right. These really dark verses contrasted with the choruses of just, I want to know when I can go back and get drunk with my friends, when uh, go back and be young again. Like that's what in theory, these kids are at want. Yeah. They just want to be able to be, be normal. Yes. Yeah. They want to be drunk and have friends like, you know, it's two for two with what childhood is about. Um, so it's really yeah. heavy. I think that to, to have those lyrics juxtaposed next to each other and then end it about the archangels. And then yeah. um, I guess we'll be raised on our own. Um, so I, I also love orphans. I think it's beautiful. I love the musical, the musicality of it. I love, like you said, guys, bass, Johnny's guitar riff. I love, um, uh, Will's drumming. And then of course, Chris is, I just, I, I think yeah. it works really well. I like um, how there's almost zero breaks after the choruses just go straight back into the verses. Yeah. 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 I do. I, I just kind of go, it keeps it going like that. Um, the, the thing that I was talking about, I feel about guns is these last two lines of the song are because I want to be with you to the world ends. I want to be with you to the whole world ends. That seems, and it might be my interpretation, kind of romantic to me. And like, or at least if not romantic, um, kind of like platonically rom- uh, yeah. intimate, right? Um, and I just feel like it seems a little bit out of place because that, that you is not referenced anywhere else in the song. Yeah. until these two lines and so i, feel I like love the sentiment more in this because of the i just want to know where i go like back to get drunk with my friends sure like the whole thing is about i just want to be like i just want some normal so it's it's friends. okay so you're taking as more of a longing part of that got it okay that works that does work someone in the group room like whatever i just want to be with you i don't know yeah okay I, that's get, fair. I get what you're saying i feel like it's more in place in this one than in guns I, I, I think it fits better than, well, I think it's stronger than in guns, like my concern with it, but I also think it fits better than, I, I agree with you there. Um, but I also had not thought of it in that context of like, not as Chris singing this to somebody else, like yeah. sharing the story and then turning to this person and singing this, but the characters oh, yeah, yeah. saying that. See, I yeah. had never thought of that before. So that actually really makes it all better. <laughs> um, yeah. The vice versa uh, that I had never considered of Chris just to be, Oh, now I'm talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, that, um, that would yeah. be hilarious. He's like, yeah. Oh, I wrote a song for you. It's all about these refugees. And then and at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be with you forever. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just, I love this song so much. Um, yeah. I think this is, I think um, an interesting thing. Some, this is Chris. Sometimes we just trust our gut feeling and Orphans was the last song to arrive and it sort of demanded to be released first. Um, maybe this is the newest and we really liked it or it could be as simple as that. Or the song is very unafraid of itself. It's confident in itself and I really liked that about it. Which again, totally agree. Yeah. I wish this was... I know that it would never be, but I wish this was as big as some of their other hits. Sky Full of Stars or Viva or you know even Paradise. I just... It's so weighty and so I get why it wasn't, but I do love it. Um, let's keep going. Yeah, so 11, Echo. Uh, this is another one. It's grown on me a lot. Uh-huh. 
a lot of these didn't hit right away. Sure. Oh, for sure. This is a very layered. And like, this is yeah. one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. I really like the end of the chorus. The mothers will sing. It's all right. That's really, really beautiful. Yeah, I, I don't I don't do disagree. Um, this one doesn't hit for me as well. I mean, again, it's one of those things. This is not legitimate. If everything's a nine on this album, this is maybe a seven for me. Like, again, yeah. I'm not saying everything else is a nine. Um, uh, this one has never hit me like the other, you know, because of the stripped backness. I do compare this a lot to um, like uh, Wonders of the World and uh, When I Need a Friend, like those quieter, yep. slower ones, you know, yeah. um, or um, Children of Adam, which will come up in a few songs or Old Friends, right? Like those demo-ish sort of songs. Yeah. And I think out of those, this one is one of the ones that doesn't hit as well. Something about the line in Africa just feels out of place to me. I don't know what it is. Just when it be that being so prominent in the song. Yeah. I don't know what it just, I don't know. Um, I don't love it, but I do think it is beautiful. I love the guitar work in this song. Um, and I do love the vocals of um, Tiwa Savage, I believe um, coming in uh, towards the end, like you said. Um, so I don't yeah, know. I, I would agree with that. It feels it's something about just being so on the nose, just like, Oh, we got to really set the stage. Yeah. Like, yeah, in oh, Africa. No, no one's gonna know where we're talking about unless we just right. come out and say it. And they're like, yeah, we just say in Africa. <laughs> and the river. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I don't I don't know. Something about it just doesn't work. I get that. Um, but I do love the um I do love the last two lines or the last verse, I guess. Joseph wrote in a beam of light and dreamed of his queen by his side. There will be a beautiful sunset and you'll be a beautiful bride. I do like I think that's a nice little ending to it. That's so. really pretty. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Um, keep going then. <laughs> Yeah, you want to go to Cry, Cry, Cry? Uh, I think that makes sense. Yeah. this together, baby, we're singing it's too late. So I'll never, never, ever let you go when you cry, 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 baby. Yeah, man. This is a standout track for me. Oh, yeah. This one is, oh, it's so good. I love it. I did yeah, your face, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so it's so catchy. I love. I, I I don't know if it's Jacob Collier or Collier. I don't know how you pronounce his yeah, last name, but either. he's he's in the game here. Um, I don't know the... what it is about him. I cannot quite place what it reminds me of. But well, I'm his, really his vocals, it. like his yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I like it a lot. I mean, it's kind of auto tuny. I mean, it's obviously auto tuny, but it feels um, old timey still. Oh yeah, it definitely sounds like a '60s side of uh, yeah. uh, swaying sort of. It's not, not quite ballad. fallout music, but it feels like it could be close. Sure, right, right. <laughs> that's a good, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Um, no, I, I I know I do know what you mean. It has a very old school vibe to it. Um, it's so like I said, it's catchy. The lyrics are great. This, yeah. I mean, I am the kind of Coldplay fan that in that opening line in a book about the world called The Luminous Things. I did buy that book. Um, a book of luminous <laughs> things and an international anthology of poetry right in the other hey, room right now. Um, I did that once for like a John, John Green. Oh sure, one of the I think it was, I think it was looking for Alaska or one. It was like a a book that they mentioned in the book. It uh-huh. was like really big, and I bought. Yeah. it. Never, never read it. it. <laughs> so now every time I think about that, I'm like no, 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 no. Remember the past. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's yeah. right there and yeah. you never open it once so do not. <laughs> don't do it that, again sure, don't do it again one one. <laughs> i like that you give yourself that rule once you finish that you can buy another one um no i think this is a beautiful song i think it's a really cool song i don't this might yeah. sound just i don't know if this is one of those meaningless phrases it's a really cool song to have in coldplay's repertoire to be able to point to this as a coldplay song and go like that is really cool that they did that um, yeah. I think this would be a great B stage song um, oh, yeah. if they ever, if they ever, you know, play any of these songs off of this album. Um, but did, I love did it. you watch both of the opening day? Like on the release day when they did the concert in yeah. Jordan? Yeah, I did. Did they bring out all of everyone like that accompanied? Cause it was just the one most of the time. Tour? I don't think they brought Jacob for this one, but I remember Stromae and the jazz band was there. Yeah, yeah. I think they just kind of had as a backing job, but no, they did like in Orphans. They had a bunch of kids come out. They did have choir sing for Broken. Um, they had a bunch of really well, like teenagers. I should like not. No, yeah, yeah. I just emotional is what that like. Holy, that would be powerful, right? Oh, it's it's so that's what that was. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. So I don't think they had Jacob come out. I don't remember specifically, but I think everybody else. I mean, his role I would say is very much backing vocals, obviously. Um, agree yeah their voices pair super well together it's so cool yeah and i love I the effects on jacob's voice uh i agree i think it's really cool i like it a lot it's a cool mix of modern and old right it's got yeah. that 60s feel with exactly. auto-tune voices like that so yeah um so all right let's keep going though let's keep moving it's a long album friends I like it. I place this in like uh, the similar group with like Echo, When I Need a Friend, that group. But yeah. I think I like it a little more. It's still not a, a standout, but it's it's really sweet. Still yeah. sad. For sure. Um, I don't know why it's sad because I used to think that Tony is dead, but yeah. there's no actual reference to that. It could have just been a faded friendship. Is that not a quote? In an interview, Chris said that the song was about his childhood best friend named Tony. As mentioned in the first verse of the song, Chris said that he passed away a few years ago when they were 30. Got it. Okay. After that, he stated that, yeah, get older or don't, but I am aware of mortality all day, every day, partly as I have a number of friends who have already moved on, partly because it drives me to make the most out of every second. Yeah, that's beautiful. So yeah. it is very sad <laughs> to back to your point. It is very sad, but yeah. it is very striking. I, I agree with you that it feels like one of those sketch songs, but, and it felt like that at, uh, originally. And then it stood out more a couple of times later. I'm like, Oh, yeah. this is great. Um, I think it's very touching. I really like the We all mount back into the picture raindrops back into the water. Yeah. I like both of it. Like that. That made me think of the arabesque line two raindrops in the same sea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love those little lyrical motifs throughout the album that call back yeah. like that. I think it's really cool, but I agree. I, I like that. I think those are great lyrics. Um, and then, of course, just um, time just deepens, sweetens and mends old friends. I think that's beautiful as evidence of what's going on right here. It's going to be us someday. <laughs> <laughs> We're old in our 60s or 80s, still recording podcasts. When one of us dies, the other one has to write a song about it. <laughs> Deal. I'll fucking take you up on that. I don't think it's no, gonna be no, any no, good. No, no. 
this, this is gonna be really rough. If I could, if you go I'll first. just play fix you. I'll just play <laughs> fix you instead. Set. <laughs> oh no, you're <laughs> gone. As you, there, there's your start right there. So keep it, keep it chugging. Yeah, to Children of Adam. So just reading, like, this is a very scattered Chris song, right? Where you've yeah. got three, I'd say, as you would say, three distinct parts. Um, uh, I had the same thought. Yep. Um, and, you know, the, 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 the first the piano. That's interesting. Mine is, I think, the last part, which is the one that's very, like, the right before it leads into um, Champion, of, Champion of the World. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. But the, if you look at the first part, the piano part, where it has the that guy... Um, singing or sharing that poem you know yeah the, the english translation translation of the saudi poem and again i know that i said this a lot think of all the places we've already pulled from christian churches we've pulled from african jazz music we've pulled from a belgian singer this is saudi we've had yeah. all of these different influences all coming in in one fucking album um but the english translation of that poem is human beings are members of a whole and creation of one essence and soul um, I'm just, just going to stop there because we have a lot more to talk about. I don't want to, you know, whatever that yeah. in and of itself is just so spot on Coldplay, like the head full of dreams message, the everyday life message like that is very Coldplay of like, we're all together on this. Yeah. Um, so it fits. Um, I think it's maybe one, of, again, one that I don't, I listen to whenever I listen to the whole thing and never go back to it because it's, it, it does feel like three. It is an things. interlude. It's very much an interlude. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. And I like I like the when you actually look up the translations, which I did Beautiful. today for the first time. Like I think I read them first and then I saw these in the album insert and I was like, Oh, is is this separate or is this the translation? Sure. And sure. It's the translation, but it's it's really beautiful stuff. Yeah, it is but beautiful, but it is an interlude for sure. It's an interlude. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it, it is one of those cool little song title things that Chris would do. Um yep. you know. So I do like that part. You got Echo, you've got Broken, you've got um, Bonnie Adam. I imagine is how you say it. Um, it's cool. Cool stuff. Yeah. So, so you want to move into Champion of the Champion World? Champion of the World. Yeah. As is uh, usual, great. I picked my favorite, like, or this one worked out really well to have my favorite uh, snippet of the song to oh, what sure. I just played. Yeah. Okay. I love the way he says conquistador. And then yeah, coming into that, when I sail, yeah, I it's love, a great, I love the when yeah. I sail. I agree. Totally, man. Yeah. I, I weirdly did not click with this song very much for a while until the video. Like, I thought, I'm like, it's fine. Like, it's a good mm -hmm. song. It just feels a little whatever. I, I just never clicked. And then something about watching the music video helped me a lot. I don't know. I don't know why, um, but that really uh, helped me. I, I, that really gave me a whole new appreciation for it. Um, it talks about um, Scott Hutchinson, uh, Hutchison. There's no end there. Sorry. Scott Hutchison, who is the lead singer of um, Frightened Rabbit. Have you ever hear that man? No. Um, it was it, it was a he's a 
they were a band. Um, Scott was the lead singer and uh, took his own life. And it was one of those things where like every, I mean, he was one of those guys that like a lot of people were friends with. So like even yeah. on the, on how long do you think it's going to last? There's the song called Hutch, I think is what it's called. That's yeah. about, it's, it's their feelings on Hutch leaving. Um, Frank Turner was best friends with this guy. And that, you know, he sang one of his songs live afterwards. And, you know, Frank broke down during the song and like it had a big impact uh, on a lot of people. And uh, Chris had said, you know, Scott had a song called Los Angeles Be Kind, which I love. When I first heard it, I thought it was going to go one way and then it went another. Um, Champion of the World is the song that came from following the other path. And that's why Scott is a co-writer on this song. Um, so, you know, Scott is written as a co-writer and there's some there's some influence there. But um yeah it's a it, obviously it's very very tragic um yeah but uh I, I i've seen so much you know i have not listened to much frightened rabbit at all but so many people from like i said from the national to um to frank turner all these people who i, I mean, look if, up to yeah, a lot if it's similar to music to all the bands you just mentioned or influences to them right definitely we're probably interested right, right yeah <laughs> um but yeah i think I, so anyway so about the video I don't know what it was. I think the video is really cool, but it made me love the song, like love the song. Like it's some a, a, a switch You're talking flipped. the the actual the music video, video the for this video. song. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, the music video for this song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I love it. I love the um, the uh, optimism in the face of mountains and failure, and you know, just that it's very it's very on brand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do love, like you said, that not just the delivery, but the oh, referee, don't stop the fight. Everyone can see I'm hurt, but I'll stand before conquistadors um, at champion of the world um, till, till I'm champion. Love yeah, it's, and I do love the course The when I sail, no, I might fail. Um, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Jumping it, with it's, no parachute. It does feel like very on brand for Chris again to reference E.T. at the end. Because he did that with um, <laughs> on miracles, something special. He's got that li- those lines from Back to the Future. Yeah, and now he's got. E- I just he just you know like, I'm into that shit right now, bro. Um, I know. I think it's Wasn't great. There I an love ET it. Reference in another thing. Um, he did have that one song where he goes, "I really love ET. ET is my yeah. favorite movie. If I could watch any movie right now, it would be ET." And then he just goes, "ET, ET, ET." I think that was on Ghost Story. Yeah, that's remember that where he said ET, ET, ET. I think that was the name of the song was ET. Um, and there was the side note that, the, that like the rest of the band was like, we had nothing to do with the song. This is just Chris singing this song. He does not care. You know, we don't care about ET as much as Chris does. We just want to make that clear. Um, and it's just interesting that they would put that on the uh, back of the album like that. But anyway, what were, or were you thinking of a different song? I was thinking of a different song. Oh, what were you thinking of? Make it quick. Cause I'm getting tired. I don't know. I can't, I, I haven't found yet i was really hoping i could have found it by the time that you had my bit was over your bit my single bit by the way Um, thanks for the help you're welcome i was busy uh looking stuff up and uh unsuccessfully is (laughs) well then let's just move on if you can't find what you're looking for go to everyday life we got shit to do we can go to everyday life yeah find it later if you want all right i'll find it later Um, one thing that I forgot to mention during church, um, I don't know if you saw, yeah. Were you going to do this? No, but I found oh. it. Oh yeah. Oh, the song. What was yeah. the song? Aliens. 
all the ETs are phoning home. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I so knew was, I knew it was on kaleidoscope, but it was the last one I checked. <laughs> um, so to go back to the album we're talking Worth about it. now, <laughs> I'm sure internally it is. I'm going to keep Externally, moving on. It's not. You can cut it. <laughs> um, the main chord progression of this song is the same that uh, it, that is in church. The the opener from, you know, from sunrise um, F sharp minor a e minor b minor um so which is just kind of cool to have that again sort of bookend sort of a thing going on musically um and it's one thing that i never really picked up on until i read it a while ago um but it's the sort of thing that i think you subconsciously are affected by like it feels similar it feels familiar when you're listening to the whole piece for some reason even if you don't realize that it feels i think it just does something i don't know yeah because i never would have gone oh this is the same key as broken exactly same neither would i felt it and not something feels the same yeah yeah yeah. um so what do you think of the song then i like it it's a pretty great ending yeah i feel like it's a pretty i like that they went fairly positive to a pretty politically depressing album yes yes agreed um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why this and, and champion of the world, I had like the same feeling where I had the same yeah. feeling where this grew on me a lot, where I used to not care for it. Where the first time I heard it was when they when they played it on SNL and I was just kind of like, all right, like, I mean, I this is this pretty, one, well, not even that just like, I'm like, this is just so on the nose. Like everything, Chris is just very, like, it's very like hard on the sleeve, which I know he does, but sometimes like we said before, um, it mm-hmm. works sometimes it doesn't work um but uh so at first i was like this is just too like the and then i think i listened to it one of the times it came on in a mix actually one of the times i was um feeling depressed and feeling you know pretty heavy and i'm yeah. like oh nope it connects pretty well this is pretty like, oh. great um uh i do love specifically the line everyone sees the color in each other's eyes i think that's one of those humanizing things right like um i i like it a lot um I also like that the second verse, I don't know why I like this so much, um, is half as long as the first verse. It's only two lines versus the four of the first verse. Um, don't know what that means. I just think it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. But uh, And then, I like you said, the outro. At first light, throw my arms out, open wide, hallelujah, hallelujah. Um, and then if you want to get really cool, at first light, you could circle right back around to sunrise and start the album again because you went from the sunset all the way into the sunrise again. So... Um, also kind of cool just what happens it's just what happens that's how it's time works science works <laughs> i mean yeah. to be real you're right this is how science works so um no yeah. i think it's beautiful i, I think it's a really, beautiful ending yeah i really like that second verse you were talking about how it's half as long yes how in the world am i gonna see you as my brother not my enemy yes that is beautiful that feels like if you could sum up the album in a sentence yes yes that's it i think i totally agree how in the world am I going to see you as my brother, not my enemy? I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, it's, <sighs> it's good. So let's do the bonus track then. You want to do that yeah. quick and then so we'll start. So that's the end of Sunset. And then yes. uh, Flags was Flags was the one bo- Japanese edition. Single, another hmm. Japanese bonus. Yeah. But blah, 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 blah. We're going to cover it here so we don't have to include it in our blah, 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 rarities blah, blah. episode. Exactly. <laughs> Is there any advice that you could give? really like it same the bass is really awesome again you and your goddamn bass man 
Yeah. I know. You like it, I get it. No, I I do like the bass is great. I do also love the um electric guitar part that yeah i like that a lot um but i always like the guitar <laughs> so you always want to make sure that you give you yeah give so i gotta yeah. give credit to the bass when it stands out um that's very fair hello um i i like you know what they said about this when they kind of re-released it as just worldwide back in december of last year was they loved it they just didn't have space for it so like i because I, I do agree that like this could be this is quality enough to be an album song yeah, I, I really like it. I agree with that. So, what was the? Was it not? Re- it was released as a bonus track. It was a Japanese bonus again track again as a single. Yeah, but like because I feel like, like I remember it coming out in 2020, and then that, I saw it was I was like the timing isn't adding up in my memory. It's one of those things where like it wasn't. You know, you talk about not you, but you talk about the idea of like a single. Like, oh, there's like actual promoted singles, and then there are yeah. songs that are just released singularly. um like this is one of those this was just a song that was released okay um i i don't i don't think of it and i don't think the band does as like a single from the album um, yeah in the way that yeah but it was not released like worldwide other than the japanese until yeah yes you could hear it online for sure but yes you're totally right um i you know it's one of those things i had talked about um with um uh stuff on on uh, kaleidoscope where he uses like real names again like piotr uh Peter Tchaikovsky, um, yep. La, La Vie Sauvin. Can't do that very well. Um, the whole, like, you know, he just pulls in real names and stuff like that, which um, I, you know, it's something that he seemed to do for a little while. But again, message, message makes sense. Um, yep. I like it. Just feels who you're going to be, be yourself. Yeah, exactly. Because really I just want to be myself. There will be no flags to own me. Um, yeah. I like I, the way it, he sings Ouija. <laughs> I yeah no he does do, I like that he does little fun I mean I think of it, we think of his little fun things yeah um uh I just like it, it reminds me a little bit of the song Ghost Story where it's kind of like a, again more stripped back instrumental where it's like acoustic electric drums bass um yeah. and it kind of has that yeah I don't know I um I I like it a lot and I I like the upbeatness of it I th- and I do think in a way that it could have at that album could have used that too. I think that could have, there could have been a nice yeah. moment of lightness on that added here, but I get why they didn't. Yeah. <sighs> I, yeah. I, it could have maybe gone instead of one of those demos, but also then you're like, where those demos all serve specific purposes. Right. In the right. placement and everything. I agree. I do think they all play well where they are. Yeah. Not a singular one comes to mind. Like, Oh, I wish they could have just taken this out and put flags in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I, yeah, it's hard to not think of it. I'd, yeah. I'd say at that point, just add another song on the other one. Hey, you're already at 16. What's, one more? what's 18 total? Well, yeah. Then you got um, one side's longer than the other. And you can't that's what I say. So add it, just add it and then add just one add to two. the other side. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. So, first question before we do um, major minus is do mm-hmm. you think you could easily determine which side you like better? Do you, does sunrise or sunset sits that sits out yeah i i do agree i think sunset is a better half um i don't i love sunrise that's the hard part but yeah um i was just curious i didn't know it would be that easy um okay so no i had been thinking about it so it was that easy (laughs) (laughs) um so again going back big picture i thoughts anything new to add to it or just it's it's great no yeah it's i think i agree it's the best thing since well milo for me sliced bread yeah 
I'm. It was fun having saved it for this because I think yes. I listened to it. Once. I agree. I agree. And I'm glad that you were able to do that a lot. In in just these two weeks, I've had like some have grown, some have lost. And sure, that was fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I really like it. Same. Yep. Yeah. No. Same. I think I said it's my favorite, and they've done since uh, Viva. I love the artisticness of it. Like La Vida. Thank you. Um, I know, and not to be douchey, like I love the artisticness of it. I love how abstract a lot of it is. Um, yeah. and I also feel like you can feel the passion they had to do this. Like it, yeah, you can do the whole, Oh, they had to get this out of their system, but like it was really deeply there that they yeah. wanted to get it out. And I was, re- I'm really happy to have that. Um, and then to be able to go back to something like music of the spheres and having these more commercial songs, but to have this standalone is really powerful. So all right, majors and the minuses. Oh boy, this is gonna be tough. I think I could do it. I'm gonna go first. Okay. I think your major is cry, cry, cry. Now your minor, I think, is either Children of Adam or um, Echo, and I'm gonna go with Children of Adam. Final answer. Thank you. One for two. Damn it. Cry, cry, cry. Yes. Adore that song. Yep. I yep, know what yep. it just hit real hard. Yep. Guns was my minus. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It was a interesting. I, I love the choruses. Did, did not care for any of the verses. Interesting. I didn't. I mean, Mus- I, I remember musically. you saying that, obviously. I just didn't. I would not have picked up that it is that strong that yeah, you feel that strongly about that. Huh. Cool. Um, all right. I'm going to go echo for your minus. Okay. And major could be all over, but I, oh, I'm going to go arabesque. You were also one for two. Oh shit. No, I'm so sorry. I'm not just being an asshole. I promise this is true. Uh, oh, for two. You're I swear to God. I swear to God, dude, I'll, I will give you the point if you want it because I don't want to be an ass about it, mm-hmm. but I swear to God, it was I meant zero. No, for well, two. Not, I can't be that guy now. You so, can take it. No, fine. no, no. You can no, take no. it if you that's want whatever. it. I, 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 Echo was one of the two that I had it down to, but I had uh-huh. chosen earlier when I need a friend as as my least favorite hmm, okay. as my minus. I promise I'm not I'm not what's, sticking around what's earlier because at the start of this, you said I, I still have to pick my major minus. Yes. After we had fin- before flags. So okay. like, but when we had finished all of the songs, I had looked at that again. I have the track listing right here. And mm-hmm. I went, it was between that children of Adam and, and echo. And I was like, I think it's probably when I need a friend. And like, and, and then I picked my major at the same point too. And then I moved on. Is your major cry, cry, cry. It is not cry, cry, cry. You, I just I didn't know. If, I thought you were going to keep guessing. Um, broken. No, no nope. church. Church is what you liked. I love broken too. It's this. This has happened back to back now. Well, on oh, albums shit. at least. Guns. I'm going with guns. Yeah, guns is my wow. favorite. I just, I, I. It just has this old like folk songy sort of like honesty to it, where it's like I like I said, it just it's not pulling any punches. It is laying itself completely bare. It's a message I agree with, and I know that you do is. too. Um, and I just love hearing the raw honesty from Chris. I like hearing him get a little angry. Um, so, yeah, I mean, wow. again, this is one of those things where, like, I'm saying guns is here. And, mm-hmm. like, just b- you barely even see my hand move. We've got champion of the world, everyday life, cry, 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 um, orphans, uh, church, 
arabesque and then it kind of goes down a bit more so like it's it's hard but i i i know that i've listened to guns more than any other song on this album so i have to i have to stick with that um well now it's tied here we go and we're getting close we're going into the last album um okay so then let's move on to the rainy day rex Rex. you want me to go first you go first well first play the song and then Play the song. Do 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 All right. Then there was rain. We gotta shorten it up and then we sing. We sing the song that we're going to put in there. Yeah, you go first. I think I think this time we should not put it in there. I think I'll just keep the do 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 What's hilarious though is that because of Zoom, we're off a little bit. So I hear you behind me. It's beautiful. Oh, perfect. So that's gonna be fun to fix. No, no, it, it'll sync up in the in the thing. It'll be fine. But anyway, let's hope we're um, on the same page. Who's, who's just going first? Me or you? I can go first. All right, go for it. I'm going for another album this week. No surprise there. Huh. No surprise. Mm, well, no I almost went for a TV show, there. so it is a surprise. W- for me. That also wouldn't have been a surprise. <laughs> uh, Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Okay. Yeah. I saw her on Tuesday. And she played the full album, and I've been listening to it all week. It's Beautiful. pretty great. It's great. Yep. Yeah. Big Phoebe fan. Big, big Phoebe fan over here. Very, very cool show. Uh, one of the only shows I've ever been to that I feel like I was on the older side of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if by much, but right, I was but you average, were. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a fun feeling, too. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love there it. There was a pretty awesome moment. You know, uh, what is it? I. I know the end. Yes. Yes. Where she screams at the end. Right. I forgot that was coming. Uh huh. Everyone screamed at the top of their lungs. Except for you. <laughs> Except for me. Right. No. Right. That's actually yeah. really cool. It was just straight chills. Like, I, right. Uh, I was like, holy shit. That's that was awesome. the closer. And that's how she like ended it, and then a little bit of a jam, and they just walked off. And I was like, "Whole the whole show, like that was the end." No, that before. Oh, that was before though. Okay, that's still perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Phoebe. Um, and this this is my question. I saw her at a smaller venue, but I was into Phoebe before she was famous. I'm getting to the fucking question, (laughs) asshole. I I've been into Phoebe for a few years now. Um, because I found her out through Connor Oberst because they're a thing. Did did you know they're a thing? Yeah. Um. And so when I saw her, it was at a smaller venue in Grand Rapids, which was like the perfect setting for for her music. And so I'm yeah. wondering how it was because you went to an amphitheater. You were outside. Yeah. It was bigger. Yeah. So it was normally sp- well, the it was supposed to be Royal Oak where we went to see Mountain Goats. Oh, right. Two nights yep. in a row sold out and then moved all outdoor and nice. added. So it was it was weird being with so many people, even if you had to be right. Yeah, it's still weird. Yeah, still weird. Mm -hmm. It translated pretty well. It was a lot pretty mellow, you know, but sure, sure. I think there wasn't anyone there who didn't want to be. So everyone was super into it. Right. Like it wasn't like BNL where you've got like you're dragging a family to it. Yeah, right. Family. Right. Everybody was there specifically for Phoebe. Yeah, Yeah. everyone was very much into it, which is cool. I've never been. I I don't think I've ever had an atmosphere that like intense where like every little flare, right, went nuts. Yeah, right, right. There's so a lot of TV stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So cool. that I think that helps translate it a lot. Mm-hmm. But it is, yeah, it was a little different than what I normally go to with like you expect it to be a little more upbeat well and Caleb kind of venue. Caleb our, my brother had seen them at Pitchfork Fest, seen Phoebe at Pitchfork yeah. two or three days before. And he said it was weird because they were one of the headliners, I think. And he's like, it just felt weird to get amped all day for this slow music as the headliner. Yeah. Like he's like, it just felt weird. Um yeah. it was good. She, she opened with motion sickness. Three was Kyotar. So I was like, you just played, did like yeah. your two yeah. more upbeat Big, songs right, right off the and bat. The, so where and then it was just from slow here? for the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, but yeah, Punisher is a great album. I, I need to listen to it more. I still feel like I prefer Stranger in the Alps, but I think it's just because I haven't given Punisher a lot of listens yet. So I almost do too, but just having us do it a lot this week. Yeah. And she played the whole album in the set. Oh, that'll do it for sure. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that helps. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna change what I was gonna do Ooh. to fit the theme. Oh. Um, I was gonna do a weird one, like I said, I was gonna I was gonna recommend the city of Cleveland and I was gonna get into how like oh. we shit on Ohio all the time in Michigan. Um, and turns out Cleveland's pretty cool, um, which is all true, but I wanna stick with the theme. I'm gonna oh, you, we've talked about this album a bit. I do want, and I'm sure most people here have heard of it. Um, Billy Eilish is happier than ever. Um, I have surprisingly listened to that more than almost any album this year. Um, with a couple of little exceptions, but I, I have been um, very much into it. I think it's fucking awesome. Um, it's pretty good. I mean, I've listened to it. and It's one of those things where like, I've listened to it driving in the car during the day, at night, at work, on the computer. Like, you know, it's it's a lot of music that fits a lot of different, you know, environments <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but it's great. I mean, it's I mean, I yeah. knew about Billy, obviously, because she you know, blew up. I had heard bad guy and a couple other songs and then slowly got into them more than more and more. Um, and then the album came out and specifically the track happier than ever is just, happier I just, it, it reminds me of Phoebe, which is what brought this to my head. It has that cathartic, like screaming along fuck yous. Mm-hmm. And like, it's very, um, oh, Haley yeah. Williams from, uh, Paramore or, or like, oh, uh, sure. yeah. um, Phoebe. So yeah, I, I have, I am, I was starting to formulate my like top albums of the year list that I do every year. And I'm like, that's going to be high. Like it, re- it surprised me how much I'm like, that's going to be up there. Um, I, I had a fun moment a couple of weeks ago. My family came in town, my youngest brother, a soccer tournament. And uh-huh. I went to uh, go watch a game. And then we all went to lunch afterwards. Uh-huh. And I drove with my, my youngest brother was like, Oh, I'll ride with you. Sure. Sure. And he, he likes uh, Billy. So uh-huh. I was like playing, some of the newest album and talking about how much I loved it. And he was like, Oh, I haven't checked it out that much. Uh-huh. And we were just talking about her in general. I was like, yeah, I'm not sure I'm really the target audience for this. I have got really yep. into it. Yep. He lost it. He was like, yeah, no, dude, definitely not the target. Audience. <laughs> that, I, that's my exact, <laughs> exact same concern. We're like, yeah. she's 18 hey, or whatever. 19. Okay. We're like, our <laughs> mid to like, yeah. And, and I've had that same thing where I'm like, I don't feel like, Especially, this shouldn't make a difference, but before she was 18, I'm just like, I'm not the target audience. I don't feel like I can say, oh, I love Billie Eilish. It just felt weird, but like, I don't know, this, especially a follow, a second album and like this complete change in like persona that she kind of did and stuff. Um, yeah. I love it. I think it's great. Um, so I, this will this will rank a lot higher than I expected to on my... Uh, albums of the year and i know it's been out for a few months now but... i've been thinking about that for a couple of weeks now of like oh where's this gonna rank in my album of the year yeah i'm excited to get to that at christmas time me too me too we'll have to talk about that we'll have to talk about that on one of the um pod episodes just because yeah, i don't christmas think i was gonna ask for it 
Yeah. And we'll talk about our favorite albums of the year. That's, but that'll yeah. be fun. That's what we did last time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just remembering that now. Um, <laughs> I was assuming right. it was unspo- like, that's what nope. we were doing. <laughs> nope. I just remembered it. Um, okay. So then should we uh, wrap it up then you think at this point? Cause boy, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't know. We've been doing this for three hours. No less. Cause I, I was late. So we're, we're at about that's two and true. a half. It's going to yeah. be long. Let's just be real. Um, but uh, I need 17 whatever. songs. So it's going to be long. Yeah, exactly. You should know that you should know, Hey, everyday life's going to be a long app because yeah. it's a long album. Yeah, what were um, you thinking? You can't complain now. Come on. Yeah, don't just shut up. Stop God, complaining. Just, you get like this every time. You do this every time. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, you want to do the plugs real quick? Where do they find us? Where do they, where do people yeah, send find us in all the emails? places? Uh, we've got a Facebook, Coldplay RS podcast. We've got an email, coldplayrs at gmail.com. Uh, email us some spam mail and or any questions. We'll be happy to get it. Um, so next should be music of the spheres at this point, right? Yeah, we'll we'll probably have a fresh hot take on my universe. I know, yeah, I know, but this will have come out after that. This will have come out after that. Yeah. So the next should be our fresh hot take on music of the spheres. I cannot wait. I cannot believe that that's where we're at already. It makes me sad to it have gone through this so fast. Crazy how well we accidentally timed that. I know that is that is beautiful. That, that our fresh hot take out. will come out the Monday after the Friday. Oh, that's it beautiful. It's gonna be a busy weekend of listening to it's it, gonna but we're be, gonna yeah. do it. We're yeah, gonna yeah. make we're gonna make we'll it happen. Hopefully make it. Yeah. Hopefully. Now that, now that I accidentally the problem is on, on air. <laughs> the problem is, is that I'm leaving that Monday for work uh to be or that Sunday shit. Ah fuck. <laughs> it's gonna be busy re- recording it, it and editing. We'll make it. it if we can. If- yeah, we'll be oh, fine. No, I'll put it in there. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this Uber long episode. Hopefully you um agreed with all of my opinions and um I respected Nick's. Um Wow. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Um until well, next time. I'll take it. Have a good life. Yeah, every day. Bye. Every day. Oh, genius. I see what you did there. That it was, was the so same good. exact thing as last episode. I know, but it worked better now because we were just talking about it. <laughs>